0: Things that give you anxiety, a yellow submarine, and a math equation. It's Trends with DJB. Welcome back to the podcast. This is the podcast where I like to do a little bit of a dive into the last seven days, looking at the trends that have been on social media, the things that we've been talking about, those weird and wonderful things that we just suddenly kind of create and come out of nowhere. The way this works, I'll have a look at some trends from the past week. We'll have a little bit of a dive into them. And then, of course, at the end of the podcast, I will select what I think is the trend of the week. It's the accolade here from trends. Just just from us. It doesn't go anywhere else. Doesn't mean anything, but it means something to me. So that's what we're going to do. This week I feel like it was a little bit quieter, it was a little bit of a quieter week, but Twitter was definitely busy. I feel like there was a lot going on Twitter, a lot of discussions going on, so a lot of the trends this week have come from Twitter. Last week we were kind of lucky, there wasn't any Old Town Road news, I was expecting another one to come out, but you never know, he's always teasing. Lil Nas X is always teasing another remix. I feel like he's got so many on the back burner, you never know when the next one's going to hit. So you never know, by next week we might have another one. Could happen. Also this week we did see Love Island was very big. It was making waves everywhere because it was the final. I almost forgot that it was on. I thought we had like another week left and then I had my friends messaging me, basically being like, um, it's tonight. I mean, who has the final on Monday? I don't know, but apparently Love Island does. Were you happy with the winners though? Greg and Amber? I was actually, I was actually pretty happy with Greg and Amber. I feel like out of all the couples, that was the one I was most happy with. I personally wanted to see Mora win. If Mora had won, that would have been awesome but she can't win on her own, so a little bit of a problem, yeah. I'd almost have had Maura and Ovi win, maybe not as a couple, but as two individuals, because I feel like those two really did make the series. I mean, Ovi was just cool, calm, and collected, and came out with some of the best kind of, like, phrases and stuff, and moments, and then Maura just totally owned the series. I feel like she kind of made it. It was a little bit... Little bit average for a while, and then when she hit the villa, changed everything. So good. You just needed that type of personality. Just get in there. No nonsense, straight to the point. So good. So, some great things that have been floating around, but of course, that's not the trends we're going to talk about today. Let's look at our trends. Our first trend this week was one that a lot of us were talking about. Things that give me anxiety. This was the trend. I saw this hashtag trending and I was like, oh my word. This is like the best hashtag ever. This is like the most relatable hashtag I think I've ever seen. Because I think generally in my life, (laughs) every day gives me anxiety. (laughs) I feel like go through every single scenario and everything. Just trying to get back to bed because you never quite know how it's gonna go. So when I saw this hashtag trending, I was just like, I don't know if it's a good idea for me to click on it or not. Because I might be opening up a whole wormhole of just like realizations that this is just generally how I am, or whether or not I'd actually really enjoy it because. I feel like that there are other people who feel the same way as me. It's not just me who struggles with just generally being anxious all the time. (laughs) So when I did click on the hashtag, you know what? I actually, I actually really enjoyed, I appreciated it a lot. It really did mean a lot to me. I think a lot of them was mainly because I was reading things that people got anxious about and realised that I felt the same way, that it wasn't just me. I suddenly had a whole group of people on the internet who were expressing the fact that they feel exactly the same way in a lot of scenarios. Just made me feel like, you know what? I feel a little bit better now. I just feel there's a certain amount of just being at peace with the fact that I'm not alone. This is good. This is good. (laughs) And just people venting it out there. I think... And a lot of these are like, you know, situations in everyday life, maybe stuff from school, from work, just those everyday things, those situations and scenarios that you feel like you're on your own and that you shouldn't feel as anxious or as crazy as you're feeling at that moment, worried or whatever, but you do anyway, and there's nothing you can do about it. And you feel like you're just kind of like on your own. It's what it feels like. And then that gives you more anxiety because you're thinking, oh, I'm weird and crazy and nobody else feels the same way as me. But you're wrong because Twitter has provided you with a space where people are expressing the same anxiety. The same situations happen to other people as well. So it's kind of like, oh, yes, I get this. This is my type of hashtag. When I saw it, I was actually going to tweet everything. But then I saw that a number of people had already done that. So... I was glad that I wasn't the only one (laughs) who felt that way. Um, So I was thinking about this and looking through some of the hashtags. Let's see what some of the ones that I liked from this hashtag. Things that give you anxiety. When you're in class and the person next to you is reading and you know you're going to have to read next. That was by Juliet. That is so true. Especially when I was in school sat there and I was I was so quiet in school. I was the shy person. I was that one in the class who didn't say anything. Sat there tried to be a little bit invisible. Didn't want to raise attention to myself. And yet, when you're in class and you have to read something and they go like down the line. Either they start at the front or they start at the back or something. And so I'd always try and sit in the middle. But of course, there's always a chance that they're going to get to you when they're doing like, read, read a paragraph each or something. And you're watching this happen. You're sat there and you're trying to count. What I used to do is I would then count down the amount of paragraphs and be like, okay, there's that many people, this many paragraphs. Is it going to get to me? I know you're supposed to be listening to what the people are reading, but when it's reading in class, And you're anxious about it. I can't concentrate on what anybody's saying. Forget that. So first of all, I'd have to then check if I'm safe or not safe. Because also my reading is rubbish. Trying to read something out loud, I am terrible at it. When I have to do Air 107.2 and I'm on the radio, I dread trying to read the news. This is why I'd never get paid to read the news on the radio or something. Because I cannot read it the amount of times I will trip up and just mess it up completely every single time. <laughs> like It's so bad. So I don't wanna read stuff out loud. I really, really don't, doesn't make me feel good. So when I'm in class and it's a reading assignment and there's people reading out and it's getting close to you, if, if I know it's not gonna hit me, I'll be okay. And I can concentrate on what people are saying, but if I am going to be one of the readers, if that dreaded moment comes and I know it's me, I'm like trying to kind of psych myself up. I'm seeing the paragraph or whatever I have to read, hoping it's not too big. If it's a bigger one, that just kind of sends me into a downward spiral because there's more opportunities I'm going to get it wrong. And then as it edges closer, my feeling of anxiety is getting worse and worse and worse (laughs) to the point like when it gets to the person next to you and then I'm trying to time like when do I swallow so I've not got any saliva in my mouth and all these kind of thoughts going on in my head and then it gets to you and you just that moment where you kind of had to take a deep breath and then start reading and then you're trying to control your your anxiousness against what you're reading because then I find if I start thinking about it too much I will trip up make everything worse, and then try and kind of have to regain it. Whereas if I can just kind of contain it, try and get through what I'm going to have to read and be okay. I mean, that one is so true. And it doesn't matter as you get older. For me, it doesn't get better. It just doesn't get better. Whenever I have to read anything out loud, no, doesn't make me feel good. So I get that one. That was so good. This is another one by Cold he says, when you think you are overthinking, that you are thinking, which makes you overthink things. A little bit of a tongue twister, this one. But again, this one is so relatable because I've gone down this downward spiral <laughs> of overthinking. You're thinking about something and then you start thinking about overthinking stuff. And then you start getting anxious about the fact that you're overthinking stuff. So then you're just thinking about overthinking and and the overthinking just keeps on going and you can't stop yourself and it's terrible. It sucks. And then you always have to just switch off because you're like, you know what? I can't win this. This is not going to happen. I'm now stuck in an overthinking spiral and it's not good. There's no way to stop it. (laughs) And so the best thing to do is to just try and like change the subject. Let's just move on, shall we? So yeah. Totally get that one. That is so true. It is so hard. Here's another one. When I see a group of people laughing and automatically think that they're laughing at me all the time, when you don't know them or anything, you could just be out and about around people. And for some reason you always think, what have I just done? Is everything okay? Do I look stupid? Is there anything that's not in this right place? What's going on? It's 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 just one of those things. You just can't avoid it. It happens all the time. Or just try and project confidence and just move on. Because the amount the possibility that they are actually laughing at you is slim. Let's be fair. Let's put it out there. If you're at an about or something. The likelihood that a bunch of strangers is laughing at you is n- not that big. Especially if there's lots of people around. And yet we have this tendency to think that automatically out of all these people that you're surrounded by, that group must be laughing at you. I don't know how we do this to ourselves, but it does happen. Petite says, when you're in a board meeting or at an event and everyone is introducing themselves and you know that you're next. This is another one. This is another thing that is so bad. I hate it. This is one of the things I hate when you're in a group and you have to introduce yourselves. The worst one is when they're like, oh, and tell us an interesting fact about yourself. I don't know any interesting facts about myself. I just want to move it on. I just want to move it on. I just want to tell you my name, tell you where I'm from and then move on can't deal with it and it's those types of things this one's very similar to the reading out in in class one because it's the build-up it's not like oh it's something you have to do right now you have to sit there and wait until it gets to you once it's passed you can breathe easy and you're feeling okay but it's the moment as it builds up to getting to you which is the worst bit it's so bad and yet we put ourselves through it terrible This is another one that I feel really related to. Anna says, making plans and the days leading up, I just overthink the whole thing. I get that because I am so terrible at making decisions generally. So when I have to make a plan to go somewhere or to do something, maybe a day trip or like a holiday or something, I am stressing out the whole build-up, And a lot of times I'll end up leaving things to the last minute, because I don't want to make a decision. I'm worried about what's gonna happen? Am I gonna be okay? How's this all gonna work out for me? Did you know, all those little things. And then I can't even enjoy kind of like the preparation period and not like getting there because I am just panicking, worrying about every little thing, like how am I gonna get there? Do I have to get a hotel? How much is it gonna cost? Can I get a cheaper deal? Where am I gonna eat? What am I gonna do? Like. So many things. And then I, like, I'll end up looking for backup plans upon backup plans, just in case things don't work out. Maybe there's a train that's, uh, that's been delayed or cancelled or whatever it is. And then my days will just get full up of this whole thing. It's not good. And yet we do it to ourselves all the time. Those are just some of the examples of things that give people anxiety, One that I decided to share. This is one that I know I hate, and it's probably just me, but whenever I have to get on public transport and it's like a free for all, I think the best example of this is like on a bus, okay? I hate taking buses when it's busy because when I then get my ticket and then I have to turn around and look down the aisles of the bus, And I know that there's somebody behind me or I've only got a certain amount of time before the bus is going to start moving. And I go into this panic mode where I'm looking around trying to find somewhere to sit or stand, whatever it is. And for some reason, this gives me like a whole bunch of anxiety in just thinking about where am I going to sit? I don't want to stand there and look like a lemon thinking about it. i got to start moving. I've got to start going down the aisles of the bus I don't want to sit next to someone if there's a free seat because that's awkward anyway. How do you know it's a free seat? Sometimes you, what I try and do is like home in on a seat and then go for it. But then if I mistake that and there's a bag on there, I mean, then it just makes everything worse. And then you don't want to backtrack because then that just makes me feel like an idiot because why didn't I just go there in the first place? I feel like all eyes are on me at that moment. It's like a catwalk. You, you pay for your ticket, you turn around, and then you have to walk down the aisle. Everybody's watching you, or it feels like everybody's watching you, and then you need to find somewhere to sit. I mean, it's, it's the most painful thing. And then by the time I'm in my seat, I'm feeling a lot better about everything. But it's just that moment. It's that moment. It gives me so much anxiety. It's the same as if I have to go into like a, a meeting or something, or a hall, and there's lots of people there trying to find that seat, if it's a free-for-all and there's not assigned seating, so I did actually share this on Twitter, I got a few likes for it, and it just, this is the thing with this hashtag, it just makes you feel a lot better, or it did for me, because I was reading all these people, like the reading out in class, having to introduce yourself in a board meeting, overthinking things, and realising that I'm not the only one who does this, that other people do this too and it's absolutely fine, it's absolutely okay. And so it made me just feel a little bit better about life, it was good. It made me just feel like, you know what, I'm not the only person who has these worries. I'm feeling okay about it, it's making me feel good. It actually kind of, it helped me make my day a little bit better with all the anxiety that I faced. It was good. <laughs> so I appreciated the hashtag hashtag. And what a good one to kick off today's podcast with. That was a good one. Number two in our trends this week is In My Yellow Submarine. That's right. Makes you think of the Beatles and the Yellow Submarine. I saw this trending. And it's just a bizarre hashtag. I don't even know how this got trending. I don't even know if it really had anything to do with the Beatles, but whenever I hear Yellow Submarine, it immediately makes me think of the Beatles. Also because that movie is so psychedelic and odd. I grew up watching it and it's fantastic. I love it. So I was really intrigued to see what types of things people put in the Yellow Submarine. What would you put in your Yellow Submarine? And also, it just kind of made me think, well, what are they trying to say with this hashtag? Are you saying what you would do in your yellow submarine? Where you wanna go in your yellow submarine? It does raise quite a few questions. So when I clicked on it, I was quite intrigued. Are we gonna get a lot of Beatles references? What are we gonna see? How are people gonna interpret this kind of hashtag well, it was kind of interesting. that lots of different things came from this hashtag, a lot of Beatles references, I will admit, especially a lot of gifts with pictures or, or images from the yellow submarine. But also I feel like this one kind of gives you a little bit of a little bit of an insight into people's psyche. <laughs> Let's be fair. The yellow submarine is quite psychedelic anyway, but then just to see what people do with this hashtag, I think was quite insightful. David said, in my yellow submarine, I'm going to dance like Ringo. I like it. How does Ringo dance though? That's the question. I didn't, I never would have pegged the Beatles as big dancers. Maybe that's something we can Google. How does Ringo dance? A lot of people, I like also with this hashtag, how people you're using it, because it's part of like, you can add this to a sentence. So it could be in my yellow submarine, dot, 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 or they would throw it at the end of the sentence or as part of the middle of the sentence and just kind of, kind of sparking the way that people use it. Richard said, I looked out the porthole in my yellow submarine and saw a ship shaking. Think it was a nervous wreck. Get it? I like it a lot. It was that, see, that is a good joke. They really clearly thought about this. I could not have thought about that. That was good, thank you, Richard. Veld Lotz said, There was a fish in my yellow submarine's way. Interesting. Kevin says, I took a look out of the scope and saw the grand sea and the bright sun coming up, singing, A new day was upon us. See, some of these get quite deep. No, I feel like that's quite deep, Kevin. Max says, is going to be hard to pull through the mcdonald's drive through in my yellow submarine that is very true do you think you could even get it to the mcdonald's drive through i hope your yellow submarine has wheels knowing the yellow submarine though there's a very good chance that it could never-ending ghost girl a party in my yellow submarine i'm liking it no name we found nemo in my yellow submarine yes In my yellow submarine, everything is yellow and Coldplay sing yellow on a loop. That's by Just Maria. I like it a lot. It's a yellow submarine. Everything's yellow. The only song you're going to listen to is yellow. A lot of yellow. John says there's an octopus's garden in my yellow submarine. Just more song references. I must admit though, one thing that this hashtag really made me want to do when I was going through and reading things it just made me want to go and watch the yellow submarine it's that nostalgia factor I was seeing all the gifts of the Beatles and all I wanted to do was just go back to my childhood I remember watching it on tv and my parents telling me about when they used to watch it I mean it's the whole thing I was just like, you know what? I really want to watch it now. I want to watch the cartoon. I want to go into that psychedelic place with the Beatles. Okay, the last trend that we're looking at this week is kind of an interesting one actually, because this is way out of my league. There was a math equation put up on Twitter And just sparked a whole debate as to how you answer it. Now, the equation is eight divided by two and then in brackets, two plus two equals what? Okay. So eight divided by two and then in brackets, two plus two equals. What, what is the answer to this equation now? I'm going to just put it out there. I, I'm not going to tell you my answer because I know it would be wrong. I can't figure it out. I think I tried and I was coming up with like fours and stuff It's totally wrong. Six or whatever. Not right. It's not right. So I know I'm way out of my league on this one. So I had to get some big guns in because. There are two answers which seems to be that people are arguing about. Either it's 1 or it's 16. This is apparently the debate. The answer could be 1 or the answer could be 16. As I've already told you, I tried to figure it out on my own and didn't get either of those answers. So clearly I have no idea what I'm doing. Maths was never my strong (laughs) point. Never asked me to do it. So I thought, you know what, I, I'm not even going to weigh in on this one because I don't know what I'm talking about. So I had to go and get an expert's opinion. So I asked my friend Amy. Now Amy, she did maths in uni. So I thought, okay, she's a mathematician. This is a good place to start. So I thought I'd ask for her opinion on what the answer is. Apparently there are two different ways that you could do this. I think this is the problem is that there are two, both answers are essentially correct. Just depends on what you're trying to do with it. So Amy, the mathematician, my mathematician friend said, this is what she said about this equation. She says, I would say the answer is one. But questions like this are complicated because it's how you interpret the question, because if you count the two outside of the brackets as being part of the brackets calculation, you will get one. Otherwise, if you count it as not being part of the brackets using bidmus, you get 16, but I think that's wrong. And the answer is one. Okay. I don't really know the ins and outs of it, but she's kind of given me a good like, understanding, being the mathematician that she is. So technically, both people could be right. However, in this particular equation, it's one, but it depends on how you interpret it. Apparently there are a, there are different ways in which that could be laid out to give you a different answer. What I love about this is because it's a little bit controversial, because there's two different answers, people are totally getting into it. I mean, the arguments coming from both camps with the one and the 16 are quite passionate about it. There are videos of people actually doing the equation on a whiteboard or on a giant piece of paper, just to prove their point that they're right. I mean, there's even people writing out how you would get either one of the equations. So all I can go off of, because I have no idea which one is right, is my mathematical, (laughs) my mathematician friend telling me that it's one. Okay? Don't at me. This is apparently what it is. What I really like, though, is just some of the reactions to this. I think my favourite reaction out of all of them is by morag who says this argument is why maths is so hard this equation should not be worthy of such a debate and yet here it is yes (laughs) i mean to be fair do i want to look at a maths equation on twitter probably not i mean it just hurts my head i have no idea what's happening i'm not clever enough to answer that And so there is a good point right there. Do I, do I want to be confronted with a math equation on Twitter? But I do like the fact that there are two camps of people debating as to whether or not the answer is 16 or one. I'm just telling you now it's one. That's what, according to my mathematician friend, Amy, there you go. we've had three different trends this week things that give you anxiety in my yellow submarine and our math equation personally I'm not going to go for the math equation because I don't really feel like I could give that one justice I don't know enough about maths to really weigh in and I have to rely on the experts to tell me which direction it is And do I really want to be confronted with maths on a regular basis? Probably not. I'm quite happy to leave that. one. (laughs) So yellow submarine. It's just a little bit bizarre. That one little bit bizarre. So I think because for me, it's the most relatable hashtag I've seen in a while. It has to be the trend of the week. It is things that give you anxiety. So good, so relatable. And just totally there. Also, I also enjoyed this week the fact that it was Harry Potter's birthday and people were totally sharing their Harry Potter moments. I always forget until the day hits that July the 31st is Harry Potter's birthday. People sharing their favourite moments, just celebrating the wonder that is Harry Potter. I think, where do I see it? Also, I always forget that Harry Potter is a lot older. ...than you think he is. Yeah, this year he was 39 apparently. I just never thought when I was reading him in primary school... ...that Harry Potter was the age that he was. So it's bizarre. But hey, yeah, apparently he's 39. One thing about Harry Potter... ...that I will always remember... ...and always comes back to me... ...is the Harry Potter Puppet Pals... ...that was the YouTube video of the mysterious ticking noise. I don't know what it is about that video. I remember watching it years ago and yet it's still so good today. It's it's very catchy as well. I will find there's moments when, you know, like you get that earwig of song in your head. That's one of those songs, I will just be somewhere and then I'll just suddenly start hearing Snape, Snape, Severus, Snape, and then it just carries on. There was even one point, I remember living, when I was living in Cardiff, where me and a bunch of mates actually tried to recreate the video with our mouths upside down. I mean, it was a whole thing. The amount of effort we went into, the amount of times I heard that song. And so for me, I was celebrating Harry Potter's birthday whilst watching the Harry Potter Puppet Pals. So I hope that you found a good way of celebrating his birthday this year well that's it from me for today I will be back next week looking out for the top trends of the week if you like this podcast then please think about subscribing and I'll see you next time